Hello and welcome to another episode of the Simple Steps to Health and Fitness podcast with myself, Sam Knowles, and my co-host, Tom Chillery. Tom, how has your week been this week? We're still in lockdown, but um, easing off slightly. It's very slightly. Yeah, ever so not exactly clear, is it? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, the weather's been amazing this week, so that always helps, I think. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't help with the lockdown, but it helps with everything else. How are you finding that in terms of working throughout the day, though? Because I, I sometimes feel guilty that I'm not out in the sun, and then yeah. when I'm out in the sun, I feel guilty that I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, it sort of sucks that you can't spend all day out there, but at least you're at home and you can just nip out every now and again. Yeah, very spend true. A bit, spend a bit of time out there. Very true. Okay, so... um. What myself and Tom have done, we've been planning uh, a little bit for the first time, really, on the podcast. We normally come up with a topic and just come on and have a little bit of a chat. But what we've actually decided we're going to do is we're going to implement a uh, a bit of a series of um, uh, episodes so that you can follow um, along if you're interested in in that topic. So we're going to put five episodes together this time around on basic nutrition. Um, and we're also going to have a little bit of a fun game. Well, we, we think it will be quite fun. Anyway, at the end of the episodes um, and at the end of the series, whoever loses overall, uh, there will be a forfeit. So neither of us have really worked that out as of yet, but both of us are willing to to do what the other one says. So we'll go go with that. So keep your to- Tom suddenly looks shot there because he's not sure what I'm going to give him. Within reason. Yeah, but obviously within reason. <laughs> and probably got to pick, keep it PG as well. Um, so the series we're going to go through, um, first off is actually going to be, um, sort of the basics to nutrition. Um, and we're going to cover off calorie balance and meal frequency. Uh, we're going to go through protein. We're going to talk about carbohydrates. We're going to talk about fats and then we're going to finish off talking about alcohol. So today's topic that we're going to go through is going to be, uh, understanding a calorie balance and meal frequency so sort of tying them in together um so yeah i'll I'll kick off with a little bit well actually before we go i kick off tom what's your understanding of calorie balance meal frequency got any questions you think you're going to come up with or as Um, like a like a general population i guess what what's your thoughts on on the topic pretty basic um in terms of calorie balance is just if you eat more calories than you burn off then you're going to put on weight and vice versa yeah i i think to be honest that is it yeah, is simple. pretty much in a, in a nutshell but we'll go into oh, and at the end of the episode um <laughs> yeah so we, we're gonna get straight onto the game um no so we'll uh we'll, we'll go into a slightly more detail but on the whole i think i don't want to get past the point that if you're moving more and eating less you're gonna you're gonna I think yeah I think most my questions will become around maybe more meal frequency and when to eat yeah certain foods or when it's the most beneficial time to eat certain foods. Yeah we'll definitely come into that and, and we'll cover that off on other episodes as we go as well. We're just gonna touch on it today. Um okay. but but in in terms of obviously I don't wanna go through when's the best time to have your carbs if we're gonna do a whole episode on yeah, carbs. Okay. But we will touch on it today. We'll go through um, sort of where we are while with with that um, as a general topic. But I, yeah, I don't want to move away from the 
the the simple thought process that if you're eating more than you're than you're moving you're essentially going to be putting on weight and if you're eating less than you're moving you're gonna so moving more eating less you're gonna lose weight and that and that's ultimately where we need to be hopefully throughout the these topics you'll get a better understanding of what you're eating why you're eating it, and, and like when to eat it and uh, that will obviously benefit you on your on your journeys as well so just kicking off with what calorie balance is so i'm going to just explain first and foremost what a calorie is because i think lots of people don't necessarily understand that so when we're looking at calories on say you're looking at the side of a food pack you're actually looking at killer calories um so that's a thousand calories so every time you look at it it says say it's got three calories and it's that's actually three thousand calories because everything is measured in killer calories so just to just to clear that up um calories are ultimately just a a unit of energy that is used in the uh, nutrition world so again when we're looking at balance and we're looking at um how much energy you're expending the measure of calories that's in a certain amount of food is the is the amount of um calories you're consuming so that hopefully gives you a a rough idea tom you've got that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah cool you made a face i wasn't sure what that was for um it's very very tricky on zoom you can never tell people's body language anyway um so a calorie itself is actually worked out calculated um by the amount of heat energy it takes to warm up one kilo one kilogram of water by one degree celsius so effectively it's how long it takes to burn how do they how do they do that I, How do they work that out? I, I, I'll be honest. They throw a Big Mac and a. I I think what they've boil, done is so, water. so they take that um, that metric of how long it takes to do that, and then they correlate that to food. So I don't think they actually burn food or. <laughs> do yeah, like. they get each sort. So of that is based. That's that element. A calorie is basically an an energy type. So then they work that out. Um, how many calories there are are in food based on that theory? I see. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I get it yeah cool um so what tom said earlier is spot on in terms of when you're looking at um your calorie um sort sort of expenditure and consumption will will dictate whether you're putting on weight losing weight maintaining weight whatever it might be um but tom do you know how many calories there are in a pound pound of what anything well pound of fat they say anything but yeah Really? What was it? A pound of chicken has the same amount as calories as a pound of strawberries. No. <laughs> um, in terms of in terms of body expenditure. So, okay. So, so yeah. if, if we uh, wanted to lose a pound pound of fat a week, how many calories do you have to be in deficit? Uh, three thousand five hundred. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> there we go with that. Good. I do listen um, to you. <laughs> That came up on a quiz the other week, did it? I, I don't know who got that right and who didn't. I oh, know, yeah, I know it's 500 a day. So, yeah, <laughs> okay. It's been so a while fine. to work out, but I got it. <laughs> okay, fine, yeah. So, what we're talking about there is essentially when you are looking to lose weight, quite often we'll, we'll look at one pound being the target weight for, per week. Um, so, then if, if you need to, if you want to do that, you need to be in a calorie deficit. Of three thousand five hundred calories. So um, a, pound, a pound of weight is not a lot at all. Um, no, 
So how how would that work in terms of like water retention and things like that? Because you could quite easily fluctuate between. So two or three pounds. I think I'm right in saying a litre of water weighs a kilogram. Oh, right. So um, that's why when it comes to weighing yourself, um, and I've actually had a client this week who weighed themselves in the evening and came back to me and went, oh, I think I've put on weight. That's why I always say you want to weigh yourself when you're as dehydrated as possible. Um, so essentially weigh yourself as soon as you wake up every morning and even then it might be different because if you had your dinner later if you um, if you got up in the middle of the night and had a glass of water if you yeah if you've drunk water for the night if you've been if you if you actually had alcohol the night before quite often you'll wake up the next day and weigh less because you'll be dehydrated um so drink more alcohol is what you're saying that's exactly not (laughs) what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen please don't uh take that as gospel (laughs) but you know, when the sun's out. Anyway, um, so... It's <laughs> sweating it off. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're talking about those... Um, what, that to, to burn that pound in a week, you need to be in a calorie deficit of 3,500, um, which is why we're going to come to mill frequency and how that affects that in, in a bit. But effectively, to create that deficit, you either need to be burning an extra 3,500 calories, or, sorry, to create a deficit to lose a pound a week, you either need to be burning 3,500 calories through your activity or you take it out of your food or a sensible approach would be just to balance it out between the two. So that's where we're looking at calorie balance. It's not a case of always a simple answer of just eating less, moving more. Predominantly it will be, but we just need to be aware of certain factors within that. But in terms of the science behind it, the balance is simply we're burning more calories than we are consuming. So 3,500. If you want to maintain, then obviously just eating the same amounts of food as you're burning. So at this moment in time on lockdown, you might actually find a lot of people are burning less calories. Um, and the reason for that might may well be that they're not as active. So if you're not allowed to leave your house obviously we can now walk and exercise outside as much as possible so i'd like to think people are burning more calories um but again you might have had people that have come into lockdown and instantly burning more because they're not driving to work sitting at a desk driving home watching netflix they're actually getting up going for a walk and actually that hour of activity a day is burning more calories than they have been burning in their day-to-day work life um on the flip side of that some of us may well be eating more. I know I've found myself walking to the kitchen, opening the fridge a lot more. I mean, for those of you that have listened to our previous podcast, one of my th- tactics is to not put anything in the fridge that I'm going to eat. So quite often I'm just opening the fridge and staring at nothing. But still, trips to the kitchen have, have been been higher. And I think a lot of, lot of people will be in that, that position. So it's important that we're aware the more reading the more we need to be moving um so yeah inter tom any questions on that that will make sense yep absolutely okay cool so yeah i think more the during lockdown is when you're eating sort of there's no there's less structure so it's not like you're having breakfast lunch and dinner no yeah you'll have a you just have a meal when you fancy it don't yeah, you? breakfast brunch lunch yeah. afternoon, lunch yeah. uh, dinner, starter dinner dessert bedtime snack <laughs> um 
So, yeah. So, in terms of uh, mill frequency, um, I think the key is effectively to, if you look at the day as a 24 hour sort of period, obviously it is a 24 hour period. So <laughs> look, look at it for what it is. Um, That's how I always look at it. <laughs> you're obviously going to sleep for about eight hours, predominantly of those, normally um, more of those hours in the morning. So, lunchtime comes around probably about well let's, let's call it six hours before if you're getting up at six but maybe not um let's call it six hours after you've woken up and quite often people eat before that um so have have their breakfast have lunch at around 12 o'clock and then dinner whatever time in the evening but so the mistake lots of people make with that is they'll get up they'll have their breakfast and their breakfast will have a um probably a carb in it this is just say having a bowl of cereal it's going to give you a little bit of an insulin spike and from that point your day is set where your body instantly thinks i need that amount of insulin in my system to operate and run properly so if i'm having a uh, bowl of cereal so carbohydrate high probably got some sugars in it insulin spike you quite often get to about 11 o'clock and everyone has that 11s is feeling where suddenly they're feeling hungry. And that's purely, that isn't because you're not going to food in you. It's because your energy levels dropped a little bit because you've had an insulin spike from your breakfast in the morning and that's dropped off. So you, and your body's going, hang about. I, I enjoyed that. I want that, that in my, in my life, give it back to me. So that's why quite often people will then have a snack. Um, they'll then go have that snack and it will probably be exactly the same again. Give you another insulin spike. By lunchtime, you want to eat. And in the afternoon, you're probably there again, and that's when you hit the vending machine if you're at work and you grab a chocolate bar or whatever it might be because you need that little kick to get you through to dinner and evening. Now, in principle, splitting your food throughout the day into little and often is a good way to, to operate. Um, so if you were to have five meals a day, that's probably not the end of the world. The or is probably quite good actually so in terms of then your meal frequency what we probably want to do is distribute our, our calories throughout the day um we'll come on to proteins carbohydrates and things like that in the in the next couple of weeks but just to give you a, a little bit of a insight proteins i'll be looking for you to spread them for equally throughout every single meal there's a reason for that we'll come on to it in the episodes going forward like i said carbohydrates depending on your activity levels i would so say you're having a workout i'd be looking to have carbs in around my workouts and um if i wasn't working out at all that day i'd actually look to drop my carbs probably potentially but again we'll come on to that um in the next next few episodes so tune in for those um but on the whole we're looking to probably split our meal and our frequency of our food throughout the day. Now, lots of you would have heard of about a theory called intermittent fasting. That is absolutely no difference in terms of your frequency because we're still going to look to have the similar amount of food, assuming we're within our, our eating um, within our calories, similar amount of food, but we're just going to have that food a little bit closer together. And then we're going to, um, not not eat uh, for the, for the elements outside the window. So if we go back to that initial theory at the start, and this way intermittent fasting can be really useful in terms of 
helping with your adherence. We go to the, the opening uh, scenario where I said you get up, you have a bowl of cereal, whatever it might be, have an insulin slight, you drop by 11 o'clock, you want to eat something else. And it, you're having like a, a flow throughout the day of dropping insulin, feeling hungry, going again, dropping insulin. Feeling. If you were to not eat till about midday and then your last meal was eight o'clock, you probably wouldn't feel hungry throughout that period. And you probably wouldn't feel hungry between let's say six and 12 or six and 11, whenever you want to do your fast, because you haven't created that instant spike because you haven't had that food to, to do that. So that's why uh, intermittent fast can be good for adherence. It's not necessarily because you're going to be burning more calories. There's, obviously, we have our uh, glucose stores within eight hours. They're pretty much depleted. And then, Is there any downside to fast, like intermittent fasting? Mm, no, not really. Other than you might be a bit. No, it's, it's, it adds to, it adds to lots. It's got lots of benefits to it. What I would say is the the main benefit of intermittent fasting. I wouldn't necessarily hang your hat on it. If you get yeah, it. it's just a tool to balance calories, isn't it? It, it, it. I I personally just think it's an it's to help with adherence. So if yeah. I'm having um, uh, a small, what if you only to have one meal a day and have all the calories in it? Well. If you if you are looking to lose weight and you're not doing much exercise, so you're just going to do it via. I wouldn't massively recommend it um, purely because you're not going to get all the nutrients out of that meal. If we, if we take protein for example, um, we can we're not going to utilize much more than twenty to twenty five grams of our protein. We can digest it, but we're not going to we're not going to utilize it. So it's almost yeah. just a case of we use the first element of it and then, and then not at all. Um, so I wouldn't recommend having one meal a day, but I'm sure there's some research out there that will, that will um, say otherwise. But again, that's, I think in the fitness space, there's lots of information that can be proved in some way, shape or form. But if we're looking at the simple advice, um, meal frequency, you're looking to pretty much spread your meals throughout the day. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Spread them throughout the day same similar amount of calories throughout um and and that that be that um don't look to the the theory of like a eating before six uh, before six p.m every night forget about that that's low nonsense um like i just said about what you just said about fasting there if we're having the same amount of calories in a day then we're having the same amount of calories in a day um the 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 one of the sales things about intermittent fasting is like i said you're using up your glycogen stores in the first eight hours so the next eight hours before you eat again you're going to be burning loads of calories well, it doesn't really matter because you're going to be eating them again later on in the day anyway so it's irrelevant it's just <laughs> there might be a point that you're you're in more of a deficit but if you're going to eat the same amount of food anyway you're just putting that food back into you so um not to worry so to sort of summarize, have you got any other questions on? No, I don't think so. Okay, so to sort of summarize the, the this uh, this episode before we have a little bit of fun, um, when you're looking at calorie balance, effectively, your calorie expenditure and your calorie consumption are the two things we're looking at. If you want to maintain your weight, you need to burn as many calories as you are eating. Um, 
and and just just to, to clarify that if you've got like a say a Fitbit and it says you're burning four thousand calories a day and you're eating four thousand calories a day and you're putting on weight, chances are your Fitbit's not right. Um, if if you if you're putting on weight, so there is going to be an element of we can do all the sums in the world, but everyone's different. So you need to if if you're the thing you can control is the amount of food you're eating. Um, if we're going for a day-to-day sort of a, a, an average day, you need to, and that's not going to change, then we need to assume that you're burning a certain amount of calories. If you are eating a certain amount of calories and you're getting the opposite effect or not the effect you're looking for, then you need to adjust your calorie intake accordingly. Hope that makes sense. Don't just don't just start turning around to me and saying, "But my watch says I'm burning four thousand calories." Because I'll, I'll I'll tell you now, my watch I haven't burnt less than four thousand calories for a long time, but I haven't eaten anywhere near four thousand calories for a long time as well, and I'm still not losing weight as much as I want. So, um, ignore uh, some some bits of information. Lots of it you're gonna have to base on. Okay, I can control what I'm eating. Is my output as high as it could be um and go and go from there so just it, it's a test you need to play around with it a little bit in yeah it seems a lot it seems a lot easier to um to record how many calories you're eating rather than how many calories you're burning yeah 100 percent, 100 and also you're, you're known some so i know tom in the past you've said about when you play five side football or something you will see it as you can have a free meal afterwards because you've your watch is yeah. telling you've burnt how many calories. Now, it works for you because you actually you have been running around, you have been burning calories, so you can pretty much have whatever you want after yeah. that. But if you had burnt that amount of calories extra just because your heart rate was high throughout the day, it doesn't mean you're going to be actually physically burning those calories. You're probably utilizing those calories after it because your body's going, let's replenish carbs, let's, I need yeah. some protein, and it's working that way. Um, so, yeah, so calorie balance. It is pretty much as simple as how much you consume and how much you expend. Balance those out. If you want to lose weight, you need to expend more than you're consuming. If you want to gain weight, you need to be uh, eating more, consuming more than you're expending. And if you want to maintain, exactly the same. In terms of your meal frequency, you want to really split your meals equally throughout the day as best you possibly can. Um, Now, if that is in a... and, And when I say throughout the day... And why I brought up intermittent fasting, I mean, from your first meal to your last meal should be looking at fairly equally spread throughout that period. So it can be spread between a sort of 14, 14, 15 hour day, or it can be spread between an eight hour day. Just however you're doing it, just make sure they're equally spread throughout that day. So yeah, hopefully that clears that one up for you. Okay, so another segment we're looking to implement into the podcast is we are going to have a little bit of a um, a game, I guess. I guess you call it. Um, and we're throughout the nutrition uh, series, we're going to make it a nutrition-based uh, topic. So this week, I am going to be the uh, asking the questions. We're going to be playing higher or lower, and Tom is going to be guessing. If he gets to the end, he wins. If he doesn't, I win. So, um, and we've got five episodes. Whoever gets the most wins out of those five uh, can pick a forfeit for the other one um, to do. So, 
my phone without further ado yeah so what we're going to do so what we're doing today we're going to uh we're going to be playing higher or lower in terms of the calories within the food and we are basing it on takeaways or far or restaurants well known well known restaurants takeaways most of them i think all of them pretty much can be taken away might not be a takeaway but uh can be taken away so we are going to start with a um a traditional uh a meal everyone's well aware of a big back meal so we've got a big mac meal from mcdonald's uh, large fries uh we're not ignoring the drinks we're assuming it's a diet diet drink and uh the calories in that tom are 968 calories nice. so from there we're gonna go to where do i go how tricky do i want to be okay so we're gonna go to a chicken katsu curry from wagamama's is it got more or less calories than a big mac meal uh, I'm gonna go with less. <laughs> Have I lost already? <laughs> uh, Tom has uh, failed at the first hurdle. Oh, you're not laugh. The chicken katsu curry actually has one thousand one hundred forty-nine calories. We'll, we'll carry on anyway for the for the, <laughs> the hard work I've put in finding all the calories out of these ones. That's but, outrageous. But week one, I've won. A bit um, of chicken and rice has. More calories than a Big Mac. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. The Big Mac meal, really low in calorie compared to everything <laughs> else. <laughs> I, I, I said I was going to start there and yeah, yeah, really, really low. Um, okay, so from there, chicken katsu curry, um, 1,149 calories. We're going to go to a Subway, uh, footlong, meatball mari mariana, mariana, however you say it, uh, and a cookie. Mariana. And a, and a cookie. And a cookie, because that's what your meal would be. And then obviously a diet drink again. A packet of crisps. What? Uh, I couldn't get <laughs> the crisps up because they're all different. But we're going to assume it's a cookie. Um, higher or lower than a chicken katsu curry? Higher. It's lower. You're not very good. Oh, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so 1,088 calories are in a foot long. How much is in the katsu? 1,149. Oh. Yeah. I'm assuming that's the... I mean, the, the, going back to the katsu curry, the chicken is fried, yeah? Is it fried or is it just breaded? I think it's fried. It would be fried. Yeah, yeah. and then it's also got... The sauce will be quite high. Yeah. So um, it will all add up. Whereas a, with the chips, it will just be... A Big Mac, it's just burgers and, and chips. Bread. Yeah, so... Um, where are we? Okay, so, so yeah, all wrong so far. So you've had a terrible start. Going. I'm gonna give you a nice easy one. So we go. <laughs> I've said that, and it's probably not that easy. Okay, we're gonna go from there to a 14-piece party bucket from KFC. With is that come with chips and stuff? Well, I guess so. Yeah. It's the 14. I don't. Yeah, that's got to be higher. It's got to be. That is high. Yeah. You're that is 1,280 calories. That's still not a lot. <laughs> well, it is if you think well, about how much you have in a day, but yeah. But yeah, 14 pieces of chicken. Yes, fair. Okay, so we've got two more. We're going to go with. Uh, 
your favourite meal at Nando's. We know chicken thighs, chips, and a garlic bread because that was what you told me your order was earlier. No, it was vegetables and yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the leanest chicken available. <laughs> so higher or lower than a fourteen-piece party bucket from KFC? It's lower. It is higher. That is just nonsense. It is higher. So you've got uh, 1,385. How uh, much was the bucket? 1,280. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't check what was in the bucket. That might have just been... uh, The empty bucket. (laughs) Empty bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so nice easy one to finish off then, he says. So we've gone to Nando's. uh, Chicken pies, chips, garlic bread. And we're now going to a pizza hut, Texas barbecue, medium-sized pizza. How many slices is that? I I, I don't know. Medium, 10? 10, okay. Higher. It's got to be like 2,000 calories. It is lower. It is 1,352. So it's just lower than the, the Nando's. So Nando's so, is the highest... All in all, Tom, you're absolutely... Uh, well, I'm going ver- <laughs> to verify these. You, you can do. Go for it. I've made them up. So. Man, there's a high um, of all of those. Yeah, so just goes to show, though, doesn't it? So quite often someone says, oh, I'm going to go to Nando's because it's better better than something else. It does really depend on what you're ordering. Um, so you've got if you've got chips and a garlic bread with your chicken thighs, I mean, I know... What I order at Nando's is, is much lower than that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Not <those> of, <laughs> none of you can see Tom, but I'm quite enjoying this because we've been doing a, 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 a client quiz for the last however many weeks and Tom's won every single time he's done it other than when he took it himself. Oh, I've lost one or two. Have you? Yeah. I don't know. I think you've won every time you've no, done. No, okay. I've come second. I've come second. Okay, yeah. sorry. Right, sorry. So, um, so yeah, and I, and just to put that into perspective, I've come last <laughs> pretty much every single time. So, um, even when you took it, <laughs> well, when I took it, I got nothing. Yeah, although I didn't come last this week. Uh, our good friend Grant did, and he won't mind me uh, giving a shout out on the podcast. I'm sure. Um, so there we go. I am 1-0 up after week one. Um, Tom will be doing it next week, uh, testing me. And by the end of it, we'll see who comes out victorious. So hopefully you uh, tune in to the rest of the series. I hope that was useful in some way, shape, or form today. Uh, The next podcast will be on protein. Um, So we'll be going through everything you need to know about protein. Um, And yeah, we'll go from there. So thanks a lot for listening. Hope you got some something from it. And we shall see you soon. Cheers, guys. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of our podcast. We really do appreciate your ongoing support. I just wanted to uh, express my thanks at this moment in time for everyone listening and to offer something that I think might be helpful to you all. Um, if you go to the uh, description of this podcast, you'll see a link to my Facebook group. It's a closed Facebook group, all completely free to use. Uh, If you click in join that Facebook group and download one of the files, there is a free home workout guide in there for you, which hopefully will help you with your goals. 
So please do that um, and I hope you get value from that as well as what you've heard today on our podcast. Thanks again and I shall speak to you all soon. Thank you.